Welcome again to Intentionality with me, Paul Kempf, where we explore the possibilities and opportunities that can be created by a more intentional life. If you like what you hear, if you find value in the content and feel moved to do so, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode again. If you love this podcast and or believe it is something that can make a difference in the life of someone you know, someone you care about, Please share it with them. Share it with the world so that we can reach more people and impact more lives. This is episode six. The title of today's episode is How We Think About Money Matters. Again, there is the risk of stating the obvious here. I know. And more importantly, the theme of the first 10 episodes of this podcast is to get you thinking differently about your money, with content designed to make you more intentional in your life, especially when it comes to your finances. So, how we think about money does matter a lot. But what does that phrase really mean? What does it mean when I say how we think about money matters? First, let's go to the life lesson about money for this week. In fact, Today, there is a bonus because lessons number six, seven, and eight are very closely linked to each other and will all be discussed in this episode. In episodes seven, eight, and nine, I will start delving into the basics of financial planning where I will not be sharing any life lessons on money. So today, you get not one, but four lessons in money. Before we get to these lessons, let me explain why the way you think about money matters so much. We all have different personalities, different behaviors, different religions, different priorities, different things we love, value, need, and want. My journey with money, what worked for me is probably going to be completely different from your journey. Your idea of being intentional with your finances is without any doubt completely different from my idea of intentionality with my finances. Most importantly, your circumstances and your personal experiences will determine so much of your money personality, of how you think about money, of how you get to your intentional journey. I love the following quote from Morgan Housel, in the psychology of money to illustrate this point. Your personal experience with money make up maybe naught point, and I think I've got this right, naught, 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 one percent of what's happened in the world, but maybe 80% of how you think the world works. Interesting quote. He writes this quote at the beginning of the first chapter in his book, the psychology of money, uh, and the chapter is titled, No One's Crazy. The message he's trying to bring across is that everybody's money journey is different. So relax. If everything I say in my podcast does not resonate with you or works for you and your particular circumstances, that's okay. I do, however, know that there are some very valuable 
general truths and lessons that I have learned through personal experience that I believe will be applicable to your life. And the best I can hope for is to influence your way of thinking about money ever so slightly. And that is where the four life lessons on money for this week comes in. These are important lessons that I hope will impact your thinking around money and help you to be more intentional in your thinking and behavior around your finances. So lesson number six, here it comes. Stop repeating your mistakes. There's a well-known quote, often incorrectly attributed to Albert Einstein. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Firstly, there's no definitive evidence that Albert Einstein ever said this. And the quote has been more accurately attributed to various people, including American writer Rita May Brown. Secondly, and more importantly, this quote holds true for so many facets of our lives, including how we work with our money. We all make mistakes with money. I have made some huge ones. We all make bad choices sometimes. We lose a bit of discipline, the discipline we need to manage our finances. We become a little bit unintentional and even irrational in our decision-making around money. The trick is to see these mistakes, to realize you are making them, and then to become incredibly intentional in stopping these mistakes. You need to start learning the lessons that life is trying to teach you over and over again when you make these mistakes. Even better, take to heart the lessons that other people, like me, have learned the hard way and stop the insanity. Stop repeating your mistakes with money. In episode three of this podcast, when I discussed the dangers of debt with you, I told you how I've seen countless times when people do debt consolidation and debt restructuring, they fall into the very trap this solution offers. You can finally breathe because your debt commitments, commitments, your debt payments is slightly less for a month. And the very next month, you start making new debt again. As I've said, we keep on repeating our mistakes. Rather start learning from them, learning the lessons that life teaches us. Lesson number seven. Now, lesson number seven is very closely related to lessons number eight and nine. Lesson number seven says, start understanding the time value of money. Most of you have, must have heard the following quote before. According to Albert Einstein, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. Well, firstly, interestingly enough, this quote is again attributed to Albert Einstein, but there's no evidence he ever said it. Secondly, it really doesn't matter who said it first. The math behind the statement does stack up and proves how important this point, this lesson is. Now, do not be confused by the example of one cent doubled every day that I shared with you in episode four of this podcast, or even the famous story of the amount of rice you would have if you took one grain of rice and doubled it for every square on a chessboard. 
For those of you who have not heard this story, this riddle before, the answer is there's not enough grains of rice in all of China to fill that chessboard. This is not what compound interest means. These are merely interesting stories about what happens if you double something small every day. Compound interest refers to the concept of interest on interest. It means you let your money grow more and more rapidly over time. Especially if you keep if you earn interest on interest. So let's take a simple example to illustrate the point of compound interest. Simple enough so that I can do this on a podcast where I where I know you cannot see my screen or see any calculations or graphs. Let's see how this works. <clears throat> if you want 1 million rand when you retire at age 65, how much do you need to invest every month at different intervals to reach this goal? I'm only going to use two assumptions here to keep it really simple. The growth you're getting on your money simply 10% per year, and we assume the contribution stays the same for the full period until retirement, so no annual escalation in contributions. So let's how this, see how this calculation plays out. If you start saving at age 20, and you want a million rand at age 65, you need to save 95 rand, 39 cents per month. That's not too bad. What if you wait 10 years and you start at age 30? The amount, interestingly enough, triples 263.39 cents per month, per month. What if you wait another 10 years and start at age 40? Now the amount you have to invest per month has increased to 753.67 per month. Another 10 years later, age 50, it triples again, 2,412 rand 72 cents are needed per month for you to get to a million rand at 65. And finally, if you only start at age 60, the amount is now five times more. Because at age 60, you need to put away 12,913 rand and 71 cents per month to have a million rand by the time you are 65. Clearly, the increase in contributions is not linear. Clearly, there is some strange force at work here. That force is called compound interest. And the most important thing to know about compound interest is that it can work against you or for you. Start making compound interest work for you. Be more intentional with your decision making when you start thinking about making investments. Stop procrastinating. Stop making excuses. You are wasting time. You are missing out. I agree. Time creates value when it comes to money. Be careful that the eighth wonder of the world, the power of compound interest, does not destroy value instead of creating value in your life. <clears throat> lesson number eight, closely linked to lesson number seven. The magic moment when interest paid becomes interest earned. Last time I checked, the budget of our South African government had an item in it called debt service costs, which was standing at 340.5 billion rand. 
Now, if you do the calculation, you'll see that is 15.2% of all expenses of the South African government. Interesting question for you today. How does your budget compare to this? Are you doing better or worse? Is your debt servicing costs more or less than 15% of your total expenses? Do yourself a favor. Go and do the numbers and check. But there's a more important percentage than whether or not you're doing better or worse than the South African government. You need to check that percentage every year. And it's incredibly important that your situation around debt, your cost of servicing your debt, becomes lower every year and not higher as a percentage of your total expenses. You will remember for the rest of your life the day you start earning more interest or capital growth from your investments than what you are paying on debt. It is a magical moment. Here is the key for this lesson. Interest paid is an expense. You will need to sacrifice something, some expenditure in your life to be able to pay interest. Interest earned is an income. It allows you to spend that income on other expenses, or even better, to save and invest and earn compound interest. Last of the four lessons for today. Lesson number nine. Money makes money. Now, let's stand still here just for one second. I am absolutely convinced that I can read your minds. I know exactly what you're thinking right now. Let's see if I can guess. You are thinking, Paul, that statement is the most obvious statement you have made so far in all your podcasts. And it's actually a really stupid statement to make. I know and I agree with you. But that doesn't mean the statement isn't correct. Here's my counter argument as to why such an obvious statement is actually a life lesson. If it is so obvious, why are so few people actually investing money to make more money for themselves? And why are the few that generally speaking invest actually invest so little? If this is such an obvious lesson, why do we struggle to learn this lesson? There's another quote I've read that I love. The quote says, the world is full of obvious things which nobody by any chance observes. This quote comes from Sherlock Holmes. Now, because Sherlock Holmes is a fictional character, we need to actually attribute this to the author of the Sherlock Holmes stories, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I think this is another example of this truth. And in future episodes, we will talk more about investments and what it takes to start investing and how to start investing. For now, I just want to plant the seed for you to start thinking how you are going to make this obvious statement true in your own life, your own finances. Never forget, money makes money. That's enough for this episode. Only time left for my recommendation or tip of the week that has nothing to do with money or your finances. This week, it's another book recommendation. One that I probably recommend most often after Discipline is Destiny, which I spoke about in a previous episode. It's a book recommendation I make when people ask me to recommend a great book, a life-changing book. 
The book is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the message of this book fits in perfectly with living a life of intention. The four agreements are agreements you need to make with yourself. No one else involved here. And the trick is to be intentional with each of these four agreements and to never break these agreements you make with yourself. So here they are. Agreement number one, be impeccable with your word. Agreement number two, don't take anything personally. Agreement number three, don't make assumptions. And agreement number four, always do your best. Great book. If you want to know more, go and read it. Highly recommend it. What a great end to this episode of Intentionality with Paul Kempf. Next week, we start in episode seven with an introduction to the basics of financial planning. A quick thank you to the FMG Group for the valuable support of this podcast. We are optimistic and hopeful that this podcast will grow over time into something substantial and meaningful, and that this journey together can create lasting memories. Should you want to get hold of me, send me an email. The address is paul at intentionality with paulkempf.co.za or contact me through the channel that you are listening on. I would love to hear from you. Congratulations on making the choice to live a more intentional life, to be the architect of your own success and to achieve more in your life. I'm looking forward to sharing the next episode of Intentionality with Paul Kemp with you next week. And may the rest of your week be an amazing intentional adventure.